championship. Can you feel Candlestick? Welcome to Cover 49. I am your host, Tesh, and Bryant Young belongs in the Hall of Fame. I got my main man, Chrissy Chris, in the building. What's going on? The head honcho, Chrissy Chris. What's happening? <laughs> we back. I'm better than ever. Jamal the bag man. What's going on? Happy Mother's Day. Uh, I know it's a little bit late, but shout out to all the moms. That's right. Happy you call Mother's your, Day. Did you call your Related. mom, Chris? Yeah, Chris? I sure did. Did she ask you why didn't she come down? No, she understands. She understands. I'm going down in... Uh, Fourth of July, so she she knows what's up. I'll be out there. I'll be out there for like three or four days, Tessie. Yeah, Come down. we won a Giants game for sure. Jamal, Link where up. did you get your mom for Mother's Day? I got her a dozen flowers. Tulips, pink tulips to be exact. Pink tulips. Nice. You can't go wrong with those. It's very Belgian of you. Yeah, you know, for those and I, I'm Belgian. I'm also working on a pergola right now. It's been about three months, still working on per- it right now. Pergola? What, so. what, <laughs> explain what's a pergola. Pergola. Thank you. You know, an outdoor cover, a little bit of shade for the outdoors. Been working sundae? on it for about three months now, so when it finishes up, it's gonna be for her. It's like a fancy word for a What's sundae, like a, like a like a canopy, like a canopy. Nah, a pergola is like a uh, I don't know, like a gondola. I don't know what it's called. Just a, a gondola, gazebo. bro. Outdoor. A gazebo. You're thinking about a gazebo. There you a, go. A gondola. A gazebo. I'm sorry. A gondola is the little boat that they take in. Uh, Tire, in whatever. Tomato, <laughs> tomato, bro. Let's go. It's, it's a late night talk show. It's not That's tomato, tomatoes. It's like tomatoes and Hershey chocolate. Or potato, potato. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. I mean, we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks. Everybody's got a uh, 12-hour working jobs, and we're all blue-collar as it comes. And uh, we finally got some time to get together and record. And for all our listeners, uh, we are back. Cover 49 is back, and we are going to break down the draft class. And um, instead of going in order or they saying each individual player that we drafted, we drafted twos, twos a crowd, I guess, twos, 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 and one. So what that means is we drafted two linemen, offensive linemen, two corners, two running backs, and one franchise quarterback, maybe franchise quarterback, hopefully franchise. But he is a dual threat. Dual threat. So before we get into it, let's talk about, or before we get into our Mr. uh, The first, of pick number three overall let's talk about the running backs and it was a surprise to me that we drafted not one but two running backs I wasn't ever going to think that Shanahan was going to draft a running back I was in the class of thinking that Shanahan would always get a UDFA player and prove everybody wrong and say that anybody can uh be able to play in the system uh Christy Chris a sermon from Ohio State. What is your thoughts? Where does he fit into the depth chart? When do you think he's going to be a starter? If he's going to be a starter? In my opinion, they they might have might be a steal for them. You know, he might uh, depend on how he does in camp in the training camp. Um, he might be that guy. To be honest with you, uh, I, I like the. He's kind of like a, a poor man's uh, Ezekiel Elliott. You know, he had that that burst, that juice. You know. To uh, break out long runs and stuff like that, like taking off a uh, nice little twenty-yard runs, like he had a nice explosion. It looks like he was a one-cut runner, and that's kind of like our offense. 
So, like you said, we always have uh, all these U, uh, um, all these UDFs. Um, maybe it's time to Shanahan was maybe thinking we might want to invest, you know, in the later rounds to get one of those uh, bell cow running backs that we might think we need instead of taking all these journeymen and you know change the pace guys. Maybe get a guy in there that can do all three. Right, right. Uh, Jamal. Sermon, what you think about it? Trey Sermon, right? He's, a, he's another Trey, Trey area, Trey Sermon. Yes, yeah, we got Trey's everywhere. Two Trey's and one draft. Yeah, I was super shocked when they drafted. I mean, I mean, they moved up to grab him too. So they must have really loved him or there was a group of running backs they knew they just had to grab. And he was, I heard he was last of that group that they need to get. But uh, yeah, three down running back, catch ball in the backfield, run between the tackles, outside the tackles. Those are the total package. And with uh, Jeff Wilson and Raheem Elster's injury history, he's he might be day one starter, but he begin. I'm open five ten carries a week. Yep. I mean, I get I, I definitely agree with you. I think Mostert is going to be a starter. I saw this stat the other day that Mostert in a regular season game has only rushed over a hundred yards one time. I don't believe in that stat though, but because there's got to that's I'm, wild. The, yeah, way, I, I'm saying that out loud now, and I'm thinking to myself, there's, there was a few games where he popped a couple different type of runs, you know what I mean, where he have to have more than 100 yards. But that's what they were saying. I don't know if it's true. I haven't I'll done say the research. That game. Yeah, I, I haven't done the research. Maybe I should have never said anything. Uh, but Mostert is a home run Wikipedia. hitter. Yeah, Mostert is a home run hitter, yes. There's no doubt about that. But the man can't stay healthy. I wish he could stay healthy. I love Mostert. I love the celebration and the touchdown. I love the story of uh, him sacrificing, uh, seeing his kids last season during a COVID uh, year and to put the team. Uh, I mean, he's everything that you want as a fan, uh, just staying healthy, right? But if Sermon is a guy that I guess they're high on, then so be it. And so they were high on Sermon. They traded up. And then I guess in the sixth round, they had a guy that's sitting there in Elijah Mitchell from Louisiana. Jamal, you got anything on Elijah Mitchell? Yeah, um, I, I thought he was going to go earlier in day three than he did. Uh, home run hitter, 4-3, speed. Another guy that can catch the ball at the backfield. Uh, he's going to be more of an outside runner than inside runner. But uh, I think he replaces what Matt Breida brought to the team uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, that, that'd be good. Matt Breida's yeah. real fast, real fast. Where is Breida? Do you guys know? The Bills, huh? The Bills. I bet. I bet Chris Paycheck. Yeah, I think he was a free the agent Dolphins. this year. I don't know if he signed with anybody. Yeah, he signed with the Bills, and I know that because so he was thought, Dolphins last year. But... Yeah, so he, he's with the Bills. <laughs> uh, I bet Chris's paycheck on that. But uh, Chris, what is your thoughts on Eliza Ooh, Mitchell? Hey, uh, just to piggyback off of what Jamal said, same thing, kind of, but maybe a special teams guy, maybe, maybe even do a little return game for us, like punt return stuff like that, and. Uh, you said four three speed, four four speed. You know, uh, I'm always here for the juice. You know, I upgrade the offensive line. So he's a small guy and get to those holes a little bit quicker. It's kind of hard to see him, and then he squirts out and long runs. No, yeah, you guys. I mean, you're absolutely right. We got Roman in the house. Uh, Roman, what's up, man? What's up, my brother? What's up? So you're uh, talking about are... Mitchell, Eli Mitchell? Yeah. What, what what you got on him? You want to just want to jump in, bro? Yeah, real quick. Um, one person I want to compare him to. Um, I mean, obviously we have the running back situation with Moster and Wilson being free agents next year, so these are future replacements. Uh, he's a four three speed dude. 
and that fits what the Shanahan's do. Um, I think he's more Kevin Coleman than he is Raheem Mostert because of that 4-3 speed, the ability to catch the ball. Uh, majority of his runs are, if it's blocked perfectly, he's going to get 20, 30 yards because he's just that fast. Otherwise, it's those ugly two, three-yard tough, tough runs that you, you do need. But So I think he's more Tevin Coleman. Physically, uh, they match up perfectly. Uh, they're both 5'10", five, uh, five, 200. Uh, I think Tevin Coleman's a little taller, 4-3 four, uh, four, speed. Um, Coleman was a 4-4 four, four guy. Very uh, under sub seven second um, three cone drill. Same with Eli Mitchell. So that really fits with the Shanahan's love doing in the run game and with their skill players. Jamal, you raise your hand for a second. Yeah, I just want to piggyback what you said earlier about the uh, Raheem Mozart 100 yard games. He has two, one the regular season against the Ravens, and then one in the Green Bay Packers game in the um, 2020. He so just doesn't, that, doesn't have that size to be able to withstand that workload. So that stat is amazing because. What game was it? Was it the Dolphins game last year where he popped the 80-yard run right in the first play of the game? I forgot. There was one game. Oh, the Jets. The Jets, uh-huh. yes. Yeah. It was the Jets, yeah. And then he didn't go over 100 yards that. So, for him. I think he got Mostert, hurt. Oh, he did get hurt. Yeah, that's right. See, so for Mostert, for just to have one 100-yard rushing game his whole career is amazing to me. Especially there's been a couple games where he's popped like 80-yarders or 75-yarders or 60-yarders. Like we say, he's a home run threat, and he's only rushed for 100 yards twice in his career, once in the regular season. So there is a strong reason why they are driving. He only has 280 carries for his career. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, you know, I like him. I like the guy, but maybe I'm wrong about him. So, But that goes on to our cornerbacks, which I did think that we would draft multiple cornerbacks, um, but I didn't think we'd wait for so long. After we drafted Trey Lance, I knew – I. If if somebody asked me who we we're going to draft next in the second round, I would have said that we were going to be drafting a cornerback, but we waited till the third round in Ambry Thomas. Chris, you got any uh, anything you want to say about Ambry Thomas out of University of Michigan? Probably tough because he played with Hardball, so he's been probably coached well. Because yeah, as you know, uh, Hardball comes with a good coaching staff like that. He's uh, getting coached up well, and, and like. You said I was thinking they would have went a little bit of that 43 pick, you know, eventually traded back down for. But um, I was thinking maybe that Sante Samuel or something, um, get one of these top uh, elite corners, you know, that were that kind of fell a little slid a little bit. You know, I thought they would have jumped all over that. But um, I mean, he's a good depth piece. You know what I'm saying? We, like, we have a lot of injury prone uh, players on, in the secondary. So. Um, just having bodies out there and available bodies at that um, makes it nice. Uh, I'm happy with him. Good size on him. You know. Do you think he is better Hopefully than Dante? We'll see. Do you, Do you think he's better than Dante Johnson, Jamal? <laughs> oh, boy, yeah, man. I did say so. <laughs> Hopefully, he has a longer career because Dante Johnson's still getting yeah. checks. Hey, still man, Dante paid. Johnson's Dante been playing for like 12 man. seasons. Got to respect them. Keep getting them checks, my brother. That's all that matters. Keep getting them checks. Would you, Jamal, would you, so what do you think about Ambry Thomas? He's cool. I mean, like I said earlier, I think he's a bit of a reach. I think we could have waited a little longer to grab him. Um, I don't know if he's going to be a um, day one starter by any means. Uh, definitely special teamer. Uh, he can he can sit to learn behind Verrett. I mean, they bring Sherman back. He'll definitely benefit from that. No, um, I don't want Sherman. I'm, I'm excited where, to see the kid jump on the field. Where do you? Where are you? All right. I was just about to ask that. I, I don't know. 
Where do you put Sherman? Sherman's not starting know. for us. He got to play. Free I think he was off the bench. He got to play. Willing to come off the bench. Come off the bench. Why would you want to come off the bench? Do the Charles Woodson route. And again, uh, you know, E-Man got hurt last year. Verrett has terrible injury history. Dante Johnson, Dante Johnson. <laughs> you got to have another guy out there. And we got yeah. two of those. We got the we got a quad placement too with Lenoir. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so Roman, go ahead and break down uh, uh, the Oregon's uh, Oregon DB Lenoir. I mean, uh, just a very athletic dude. Great the man coverage. Uh, great tackler. Uh, I, I watched a lot of Pac-12 football. The dude was always around the football. Um, definitely a, more of a slot because he is a little bit on the smaller side. And uh, if Quan goes down or he's uh, gone free agency, a great pickup. <coughs> and especially in that slot corner, which is becoming more of a more of a premium position now in the NFL. Yeah, that's almost a starting position. Basically, yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you do you see these guys as being day one starters, Lenore or uh, Thomas? Uh, unless if someone goes down, no, I don't see it. Uh, but maybe Thomas on the on like we want to put in a dime package because he's more of a he's a good uh, cover guy. Well, I think we're probably switching to a lot more man coverage as a team. So I definitely see him in that type of role. On the, Jamal, if we want to put five, three, four DBs. Jamal, how many corners are we going to carry on the roster? Do you think? Uh, I think we normally carry five. I could be wrong about that. I think so if four we, or five is our number. So do we have to keep? Lenar and Thomas, do you see them cutting them? No. No, no. No, no heck, no. You can't uh, cut them. No. So, okay, yeah, so two. You can't cut so you them. Got, so, you got two corners there for sure, right? And then you got Verrett and you got Emmanuel Mosley. Who's that Who's that fifth guy right there then? I think he'll be six. Uh, yeah, I think someone is. I think it's smart to carry six corners now in the NFL. Everybody I mean, that's that's last year. Maybe even four. Yeah. Oh, but if they do bring Sherman back, I'm I'm telling you, he's got he's gonna have to switch over to the the safety position. They're he not was open bringing, to, to making that move later. Yeah, they are not bringing Sherman back. They're not gonna do it. They I told you guys they're not gonna draft Mac if Jones. He has a cold market. Oh, he was one said they're gonna draft Mac Jones. He was like, yeah, but we get Mac Jones in the first, and we're gonna trade up and get Najee. Roll the tape. You got the tape. <laughs> I didn't say anything about no Mac Jones. But uh, all right. So the mock draft, he said, nice. Well, to, to, to go back on it, I forgot about uh, the running backs. With the two running backs, uh, Mitchell and Sherman, we have a total of I think seven running backs in the running back room. How many running backs are we going to be carrying, Chris? Shoot, including the fullback too. Uh, yeah. check. You know that oh, counts yeah. as a a running back too. Um, I would say probably maybe four, including maybe. Maybe four, and not including uh, check because there's other roster spots that they I think they prioritize. Because like you said, they can always bring in a, a practice squad guy or, you know, maybe stash one of these guys in a practice squad or maybe get one of these uh, undrafted guys off the street. But uh, and I think the roster's at 55 now. It's a 53. Oh, okay. So, I mean, you can say, carry that's, you a lot, that's a lot of running backs to carry. Yeah. So I mean, okay. So you got Mostert. Uh, I would carry three. I'm you would carry Jeff Wilson, uh, obviously. Who's playing special teams? That's a, that's a, that's that's going to keep you on the roster. Jeff Wilson can play special teams. He can be. Yeah, uh, he can be a special teams dude. Go- Gollum is not playing special teams. Yeah, we got Wayne Gollum. He, I yeah, think he, he's the odd man out. Yeah, he's not making that roster. You don't, you don't think, think he's so? making the roster? I don't think he he'll had make a good the year roster. last year. With the Giants, he had a good year. He was a fantasy sleeper. Yeah, he won he me a fantasy. Game. He won me a fantasy game. That's yeah, what I can. said. He, 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 
had some cool little sneaky one or two touchdown games. But it's like, okay, I see him. So, J- Jamal, you think they'll carry, what, four running backs, including Yushek? No, I think we're going five. Five? Five. So, Monster so Wilson, two rookies, Yushek. Two rookies. So, that means the rookie from last year, what's his name? Um, Hasty. 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 Hasty's going to get cut, and then Gallman's going to get cut, huh? Cold I don't know. World. They paid him, kind of. Cold world, man. They, Cold kind of, world. they gave him a little bit of money. Yeah, I don't, see, that's why I don't understand we'll why they drafted two two running backs. I don't understand it, but Shanahan knows what he's doing, it I guess. Be, it might be your boy Monster. Tessie Tessie, it might be your boy Monster. The trainer for Julio Jones? The trade, no, they trade Monster for Julio Jones? Don't slap yourself. I'm saying, look, I'm saying, I'm saying like a third-round pick. A third round comp pick for that we got for Salah, Mostert for Julio Jones. I mean, is that not a good deal? No, they're not taking Julio Jones. Still got like four or five prime years left. Like he's still can do some things. I don't know. Yeah, Atlanta's gonna want more than that. Yeah, at least a second, and maybe maybe even that first. You know, we, you know, we give our first like it's nothing. So okay, so we did two running backs, two corners, and then they drafted two linemen. One of them in the second round out of Notre Dame. Aaron Banks from El Cerrito High School, local kid. Uh, Jamal, what's your thoughts on Aaron Banks? Big, nasty old lineman. Um, I said earlier, I don't know how he fits into this scheme that we run here. Um, I guess Kyle Shanahan knows something I don't. He must be <laughs> yeah. a nimble dude. Um, I don't see it on tape him moving as well as um, some of the other guys. Uh, I like the from Notre Dame, though. So, old school baller. Which is nice, but um, what what is what does him gotta be Nordang mean anything though? Uh, him and Mike McGinch, you can be buddies. Ah, uh, both on the right side, they got that connection automatically. I guess, I you know, guess. Roman, <laughs> Roman tag. Roman, do you got anything on on Banks? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's an identity shift from the Shanahan from going from a lighter, a smaller offensive line to like a, just a flat out massive dude. Um, in terms of getting out in space, I mean, I played line in high school. Um. The dude's not going to be the most agile in space, but he's just so big and massive. He's going to force people to bubble in space, and that's all he needs, really. Yeah, that one little hesitation step on the defense might be all you need. Exactly. He's that big. um, He's he's, uh, down blocks. He's athletic enough to go do reach blocks on the the front side. Uh, Down blocks in the power game with the uh, juice check and um, Lakin coming around the other end. Uh, he's he's gonna do that perfectly well. Um, definitely make the pocket easier to step up in for Jimmy or Trey, whoever's starting week one. Um, I looking at his measurements: uh, 6'5", 2, uh, 325, 5'3", 4, uh, 191, 10 yard split, 80 inch arms, <clears throat> uh, 80-inch wingspan, 33 and one eighth inch wing uh, arms, uh, uh, 31-inch vertical. Uh, eight eight foot bod jump, uh, seven point seven three three cone, which is pretty good for a dude of that size. Uh, I see him comparing to dude for, from the Raiders, who's an All Pro in twenty sixteen, uh, Cleachy Osemele, very similar size. I think Osemele was a little bigger and a little bit longer, but I think the comparison is very similar physically. Uh, that's what I his ceil- what I think his ceiling is. He might be a Quentin Nelson. You never know. You never Chris. know. He might be so a Quentin Nelson. Nelson was a freak. He was he was he was a freak. He can't move like that. Yeah. Chris. Well, I mean, that's maybe they were maybe hoping for the same coaching staff that, you know, he might just need a little bit more uh, fine-tuning. But he also didn't he, give up a sack last year, which is, you know, that's pretty good. I think he can uh, 
uh, afford to lose maybe 10, 15 pounds, give give that to McGlitchy. <laughs> Chrissy Chris. Yes, sir. I'm surprised you didn't call him a dancing bear. I am. You know, you know, I love him dancing bear. <laughs> that's your that's your go to saying. He this might, whole... nah, he, nah, he just a bear. <laughs> that was your whole go to saying this offseason. No we need a we need a dancing bear. We need a dancing bear. Well, we got the bear. We didn't get the dance. Bear. So, but you know, it's a good. You know, I don't know if he's gonna start. You know, this year, but I mean, you never know. He might. No, nah, he's starting at right guard. Grab, he's starting at right guard. I think he's starting at right guard day one. See, there we go. We got a day one starter. You know, hopefully he can get his footwork down so then he can work on them dance moves, you know, be agile. Like you said, maybe lose about 10 to 15 pounds once he get in, like, real football shape. Because um, he is going to have to move <laughs> in our offense. I mean, in our, we like those athletic, agile, dancing bear linemen. Yeah, I was really surprised at that uh, that draft pick. I, I, I like it, but um, but there was other ones out there for sure at that, especially at the 40, 46 pick. They got, they got the local. There was kid, a dude man. from Illinois who made a lot more stand. They went they went with Jed York's pick because Jed York went to Notre Dame, graduated from Notre Dame, and they got the guy that was a Niners fan from El Cerrito. So that's what they did. I'm happy with it. Anytime you draft the Niners fan, you're you're good in my book. Um, so that takes us. That takes us to round five, Jalen Moore from Western Michigan. Jamal, tell me what you think about Jalen Moore. Jalen Moore <laughs> uh, has some cool antidotes, but I'm not going to leave him at the door now. But, oh, you got to say him. Um, yeah, say versatile him. dude. No. <laughs> say him. No, I don't remember what I was talking about. No, <laughs> no what was it? Like a converted tight end, moved to tackle, could play guard. So, you know, moves around a little bit, catch the ball in the backfield, who knows. Joe, but, Joe uh, Staley. Yeah, you might pull with Joe Staley in there. Uh, also went to, uh, what is it, Central Michigan? No, I'm sorry, Western Michigan. Yeah. Western. So, you know, yeah. basically yeah. Joe Staley's college. Uh, I mean, he's cool. I don't know if he's going to be starting day one, day two, who knows. I think it would be a nice little um, death piece for sure as a swing tackle, guard, maybe, maybe play at McGlinchey. center, who knows. Might be able to push McGlinchey a little bit. Did he? Did, did Jamal say that he's not going to be a day one, he might be a day two? Yeah, so I, I did pick that up. I was like, what's day two? Like five years, maybe? Two years, three years, you know, down the line. I'm going to say down the line. Down the line. I, like that. I like that, though. I'm going to say that to somebody. You're a day two starter. <laughs> down the line, you might be day two. I feel like uh, he can be a good uh, – he might be the solution to Lakin going leaving and bringing safety if, he go, if, he, uh, if his contract's too much. But he, may, he might be a starting left guard in the future. Uh, or definitely a backup lineman. Probably push cool. off a guy like School or a Brunskill. Where would uh, you put Aaron Banks? Or, um, Aaron Banks at right, day one right guard starter. Okay. Well, Chrissy, Chris, you got anything on the dancing bear? No, like I said he just might be able to. He's a you know maybe a day two, and uh, <laughs> like I said, uh, might be able to push our guy Mike with McGinchy. He's definitely the type of guy I would expect Shanahan to draft in the second round with the in terms of the guard, more of an athlete. Uh, super long, better, better agility. I think his thing was he, uh, he he's on the ground a lot. Uh, as a line, that means you're whiffing on blocks. That's kind of a bad look. Yeah, which probably with the day three pick. But I mean, I, otherwise, I, I think you can clean up. Maybe uh, not not year one, maybe year two starter. Day two. Yeah. <laughs> that's the name of the, that's the name of the show. Right, pick over forty nine. <laughs> all right, now we now we're gonna go our, on our uh, the so we did all our doubles. Now we do our singles. And the one guy that we did. 
what we did like six shows about who we want at every position. And Chris is one guy he wanted that safety from USC round five, pick 180. Chrissy Chris, tell me what you think about Hugh Fanga. I'm happy. I am happy. I'm uh, that's a good he, so <clears throat> he might get into that uh secondary uh that we forgot about. He might uh because he's gonna make the roster for sure. He's a special teams guy for sure. He might be one of those special team aces, and then he just might just make plays where he gets forced into the lineup because uh, he's a very athletic guy. He was always flashing uh, uh, on the field when he was out there for UFC, for UFC. And so uh, I just think uh, that was that was a good pick in there, and uh, and especially uh, for what round they got him in. You know, um, he might be a day one starter. No, nah, not day one starter, but <laughs> he might just he might uh, day two starter. <laughs> Yeah, they three started. Say, maybe three. I don't know. I feel like he's gonna make some plays for us. I think he. I think that's someone you want to look for in camp. Uh, one of the people you want to see, like how they're how, how they're doing in camp, and how they're doing when they put the pads on and everything like that to see if uh, his game translates to the next level. I'm, I'm high on him. Uh, he's a very rangy player, a new age type uh, uh, hybrid linebacker safety, which you kind of need in the league now. Cover these tight ends and these. Wheel routes from running backs and arrow routes. I think he's uh, enough fluid enough for that. Jamal, do you think he wears number forty three? That'd be pretty cool. I'd be enough for that. He is. He That'd is Troy Paul. Cool. He's he's Troy Polamalu's nephew, right? I don't know if he's his nephew or like a student or like you know a friend of a cousin. I have no idea. <laughs> but I want to say some something somewhere down the line. There's <clears throat> a pipeline or somewhere. They, there you go. They've had a cup of coffee somewhere. What what do you what do you think about him, Jamal? Yeah, I, I like the pick, man. I like the pick. I think it's you know it's a day three fifth round pick. You know, you swing for the fences. Um, I'm just I'm kind of concerned with his injury history, the concussions, the broken collarbone, the shoulder. Is he going to hold up in the NFL? True. Yeah. Well, Roman, what do you um, think about? I've honestly, honestly seen him as a day one starter at the Sam position. You know, kind of in a special team base day one. I mean, uh, especially because he's a hybrid linebacker. Uh, who is our third uh, linebacker and base down. It adds a lot of speed to our base defense. He can cover those tight ends. He can cover um, – he can be a good underneath defender. I don't know about uh, maybe even a Joukowsky Tart insurance. Yeah, yeah he's better than Marshall Harris right now. That's for sure. Because <laughs> uh, I would just say the the later rounds, I think the Niners were just uh, kind of just picking best player available, kind of. Because even with the Elijah Mitchell pick, it's kind of like, like you said, we already got seven, you know, with him, the seven uh, running backs on the roster. So it's kind of just best player available and then kind of look for those kind of areas of where concern, like, like you said, with Jawaski Tarp, his injury history, they kind of play the same position, you know, yeah. kind of the in same the box, height coming yeah. out. In the box safety, I, yeah. I can see that. It's all good points, all good points. I think I agree with Jamal a little bit. Uh, the the injury history scares me and all his plays on his highlights, you know, and, you know, you can't just watch his highlights. But they're on when he's on he's on the line of scrimmage. Uh, so we'll see if he can cover. Yeah, I wouldn't put him in space. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't put him like uh, play center field or anything like that or have. Oh, no. no, he's not gonna be able. He's in in the box there. Yeah, don't put him. Don't, he has don't natural instincts. He does have natural instincts though. He needs yeah. to keep that. Yeah. So that leaves us with the. Thank God we picked him and not Mac Jones pick. I mean, all right. First of all, Chrissy, Chris, were you watching the draft? <laughs> yes. How nervous were you when, when we were on the clock? I was nervous. 
Cause I, I was I was nervous, you know what I'm saying? I was gonna do the Jamal route. I was gonna have to stop at the store real quick and get some cheap shit and just try to just get it just get it over with. Just because I'm like, they better not do this Mac Jones. They better not do this Mac Jones. This is like no way. Jamal Jamal is saying. a fine uh, was, liquor connoisseur. He doesn't drink the cheap stuff. Yeah, right on my right, Jamal. Yeah. yeah, bro, I don't get that cheap shit. You know, no, I'm no, all no, about no, the high life. Another high life. Wasted part. No, I, that was that was uh, not not to you. I, yeah, I know. We only drink the finest on the couple forty nine, but this would have this pick would have had us downgrade a little bit. Just like that pick would have been if we would have just picked uh, Mac Jones at three. I was like, nah. We could have at been, least stay at twelve. You've been thrown down. You've been thrown back to four locos. Yep. <laughs> oh, for sure, yes, sir. Yep. Get there quick. Would have been loco. Would have been loco. <laughs> Jamal, I would if they drafted Mac Jones. I would have just turned off the draft sweep that night. Jamal, what do you think about Trey Lance, man? What is he going to bring to the table? And is he a day one starter? Trey Lance. Yeah, uh, I don't know if he's starting week one. I think that's going to be Jimmy G's uh, job to lose until the bye week comes along. But, uh, I mean, I I love – absolutely love the pick. I've been down for him or – I was real close with him and Justin Fields. I'm happy we went with Lance, young kid, gym rat. I was watching film. I mean, he just turned 21. So, that's it's super exciting, man, knowing that his – the biggest and brightest future is long to come. I mean, he only has 300 pass attempts in college. But, um, you know, it is what it is, man. I'm super excited to see him play with us. Roman, Trey Lance, what's your, what's your thoughts? I'll uh, thank fucking God it wasn't Mac Jones, but I mean, the physical talent's there. The dude has a cannon for an arm, probably the strongest arm in the draft. Um, he was 19 when he played, so he had some issues with accuracy, but smart guy. I think he starts smart guy, big arm, athletic. So he's going to be really big in the QB run game. So we're going to be playing 11 on 11 in the run game. Um, if he doesn't start day one, I think he definitely plays in sub packages. Uh, personally, I think he's going to. Uh, beat Jimmy Garoppolo in training camp because Garoppolo is not the best uh, practice player in years past. So I think he does start day one. Chrissy Chris, Trey Lance, man. You love him, yeah, you hate I mean, him. Oh, I love him. But, hey, I love it. I love it. I mean, we got to. Um, I'm more on the patient route. I'm not trying to force him out there uh, right away. I'm, I'm, uh, I wouldn't even be mad if Jimmy G <clears throat> stuck it out the whole year. That means that we're winning, you know, that we're doing good. You know, and that just ups the value for, you know, for us to trade. You know, at least give him, I would say at least give him eight games. You know what I'm saying? I would say that would be a nice little um, parameter, you know, to see uh, what we got. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to, you know, if we're, you know, 62 and Jimmy G is still a quarterback, um, I would still leave him out there. Just I would let uh, Trey Lance soak up much knowledge and uh, information and just practice reps and everything like that. But if he's just start killing it from the jump, I mean, that's a possibility too. Then, I mean, do the Russell Wilson thing. I mean, if, you, if you're better, you're better, you know. You got to put the best guy on the field, and people in the locker room will know that, you know. So you don't want to lose your locker room if you're just playing, playing, playing Jimmy G just for, you know, for the hell of it. These guys are trying to win now. So, and like I said, he's a new uh, age quarterback. So, Jim Rat, you know, like you said, film study and all that, that's all going to, uh, translate on the field, you know, putting all that hard work in. So uh, this is exciting to see. That's going to be one of the top uh, few storylines that are going into camp. That's probably maybe the start. The main uh, storyline going to camp is, you know, Jimmy G versus Trey. Maybe that might just make Jimmy better. That's what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It might. Uh, it might make him. Uh, you know, give us a 
maybe not. I didn't say all pro, maybe a Pro Bowl season from. You never know. I mean, he, he stays healthy. He's gonna be motivated. So, and he's got the weapons. No, we're not short on weapons. And then our defense comes back healthy. Everybody stays healthy. You know, knock on wood. Because I mean, that's a championship defense right there. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't nervous. Please, yes. <laughs> Tash was nervous. Tash now, was nervous. I know a guy who knows a guy. Right before the draft, told me they told me that they're gonna get Trey Lance, and so I was like, "All right, that's cool." <laughs> it cool as a cucumber, huh? He was, was cool, cool as a cucumber, it was huh? Cool. UAB, UAB. UAB. That's somebody's cousin. I forgot what. Uh, What's his name again? Watkins. Uh, Austin Watkins. Yeah. Austin Watkins. Austin Watkins. Is he? Is he Watkins? It was Austin Watkins. Yeah. Sammy Watkins' cousin. Well, that's, here, that's, fun that's fact, his claim to fame. We'll fun, fact, fun fact, Sammy Watkins is cousins to Austin Watkins, and he is a dad to Richard Sherman, but, you know. Uh, I just said that. Fuck you, I just said that. Fire yourself. <laughs> hey, man, he did, him, he did him dirty in that Super Bowl, man. He did him dirty. Jimmy G gets a lot of oh, blame. Yeah, but, I mean, Jimmy G gets a lot of blame, but Richard Sherman, I don't know what the hell he was doing right there. Yeah, but you can't play Richard Sherman against those four three guys. That's bad coaching on that part. Sammy Watkins not running a four three. Is he running four three? He's faster than Sherman. Well, yeah, he's he's faster than Sherman on a straight line. He's faster than Sherman. Straight line. He he hit him with a hit him with a uh, crossover and then uh, uh, yeah, Jamal Austin Watkins. Jamal, shit. (laughs) Austin Watkins, Jamal. What you think about Austin Watkins? Austin Watkins, cousin of Sammy Watkins. Cool little route runner, uh, good good size, about six one two plus. Um, I don't know if he's cracking the five or six receivers we're taking this year, but he'd be cool to stash on the practice squad. Also, I have no faith in Jalen Hurst staying healthy, so uh, maybe he's a insurance policy for him. Robin, you got anything you want to say about Austin I think Watkins? He's uh, just a uh, KB replacement for us, uh, wide receiver three. I mean, he can play that role. Big dude comes back to the ball, physical. Uh, not not big yak guy, but he's a good possession guy, and that's what kind of what we need. Yeah, we got all the speed guys. We just need somebody yeah catch that little curl route, you know, right there for us. All right, Maybe so in a slant or two. What's the, what's the wide receiver room looking like? So we got Debo, we got Ayuk. Who's our third receiver? Is it Richie James and Hurd? Yeah, Richie James yeah. and Glasshouse. Glasshouse. Ooh, I like the. I like to consider. So maybe Watkins might crack it. He might. I, I think that's, that's, that's pretty thin. It's a three-way race. That's that's pretty thin right there. Instead of glass house, I like glass half full. No? <laughs> no? Still glass. Regardless. <laughs> Still think, glass. Dude, man, he Either is, one can break. Either one is, can break. He is. He's like, what? He's he's like 6'4". Heard, right? He's like 6'4". He's like a walking he specimen. Yeah, he's like a walking specimen. He played right. He looked good, but he don't play good. I mean, we have to play. What about he, he passes injuries? Like four years? And, I don't know, man. I think he's gonna you be know, really I think, nice for us. I think these the past if he stays healthy, I think he'll be a steal. That's Look. a huge that's like five. I'll give you a name real quick. Yes. I'm gonna give you a name real quick. Austin Prohl. Write that name down. But no, Austin Prohl was like five eight, five nine, five ten. Somewhere around there. He's gonna be our. He's gonna be starting week one in the slot. Austin Pro. I'll take it. I'll take it. Do you it think to the Austin Pro is gonna be start? Is Austin Pro even on the team? Put your, put, week one. Put in your the paycheck slot. on the test. Put your paycheck on it. 
No. You already got mine, so. No. No, I didn't Put even pay back. Austin, if Austin Pro, if Austin Pro, okay, hear that. If Austin Pro started week one in the slot, if he's if he plays anything in week one, I'll buy the man's jersey. <laughs> I don't think they sell it for the whole squad. For all four yeah, of us, hey, right? Hey, Tess, us? you got slides some of those cover forty nine t shirts, bro. I'll, I'll uh, you got I'll, uh, you got slides. I wear a size XL. I'll wear. I'll, yeah. I'll buy everybody youth size small. Austin Pro. Youth size small. What are we doing? That give them to the kids. <laughs> I'm trying to wear it. What number is he gonna wear? He's gonna he's gonna end up wearing like eighty three because nobody wants the eighty numbers anymore. You'll be in the eighties. Yeah, he's getting eighties. He's getting no single digit or no teens. Yeah, he might get like eighty nine or something. Yeah. <laughs> nowhere in my, in my nowhere in my show notes does it say Austin Pro. I I, yeah. I haven't heard that name yet. That's well, what happens man. when you do a late night talk show. It just you got to be able to ad lib. You're on the fly. You heard it here first. Week one in the slot, Austin Prohl. You're welcome, he's not, America. He's not beating out River Craycraft. Who? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's about his best shot he has. I mean, shoot, you just named off two people. America does not know. Don't we got Muhammad so, Sanu on the team? Nah, he uh he danced with the stars. No, who who's that veteran that we just signed? We had signed a veteran at the end of the season. Yeah, we brought back Sanu. Yeah, back. yeah. See, we got yeah. dude. We, look, we got we got freaking River Craycraft. We got Austin Prol. I guess all of a sudden, um, we got uh, Muhammad Sanu. We got Jalen Hurd. We got Austin Watkins, and that's not even including Debo and IU. That's seven wide receivers right there. We probably got Ooh, that's 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 a that's a that's a, a weird receiver room right there. They should have signed KB. They should have cashed out. Nah, how much did KB get from the? Uh, I think he was worth it, just for that same reason you just naming off all those guys. I like KB though; he, he's going to develop into a good receiver. Yeah. I wanted Elijah Moore, man, but the Jets jumped on his ass. There was no way they were moving from that pick. Okay, well, here let's let's talk about it. Sure. You wanted Elijah Moore, Chris. Was there a guy in the draft that you wanted that went to another team? Yeah, JC Horn. JC Horn, but JC you can't get JC Horn and uh, Trey Lance. You know what I mean? Why you wanted Najee? <laughs> you guys, you that's some crazy, some crazy draft um, trade. So why can't I? You know, hey, that's my guy. But honestly, I would have said, that, like I said, Asante Samuel Jr. I think we could have got that guy. And, yeah, we could have. Right, it was the forty third pick. Yeah, he was there. Uh, he was yeah, right he was there, there, and I think that would have that would have jumped that would have jumped our uh, our DB room. It would have gave us a little bit more juice on on uh, defense, and we wouldn't have to be talking about Richard Sherman. And all that. I mean, Roman, I think it, that's a day one. You put him out there. Roman, is there a guy that that got drafted by another team that you wanted? Uh, to Travis Morig from uh, TCU. We had him. We had a choice. We got a chance to get him too. We got it. Was it corner? We traded the Raiders. Is it safety? Safety. Look at that. I know something. I know something, Jamal. Barely. Almost over. All right, take us out, Joe Staley. How's it go? Jimmy Tom Sula, Jimmy Tom Sula. <laughs> Open up my shirt like Jimmy Tom Sula. Got the gold chain on like Jimmy Tom Sula.